2: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: We talk about town reputations all the time here in the.
2: Program. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: In fact, we're going to do it again after nine today in a very special Wednesday edition Ooh. of Where They It. Mm. But one town's reputation, it one it's had forever and ever and ever, could be changing soon. Oh. Cause tell me, for years this was an old school place with old school people and old school sensibilities. Yeah. But now it's where the young people want to be. And someone in this room sees that as a potential problem. Damn. You hanging out in the break room, right? It's just classic rock, 96.5? six five. WCMF, Aranda Coit, New York mm. is America's number one. Let me say it again. America's number one housing market for first time buyers.
1: So when they say number one, what does that mean? Like hardest to get into, most expensive...
0: Biggest, I would guess, like m- the most turnover, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: I would, I, yeah, people yeah. that are buying homes for the first time, they get the most uh, in yeah. a So, I'm, Cruz, I'm guessing, basically. like, because
1: the older folks are for whatever reason are unloading their houses.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Right. Well, here's the thing so, 10 NBC details, Ryan, you might be right. Mm. Uh, home availability is mm-hmm. a big reason, yeah. Potential appreciation for homes there is another big reason, and I think what that means is you've had people that have lived in homes for so long,
1: they may <laughs> be the only person that ever lived in that house,
3: yeah, and they didn't do anything to the houses, they still look like you walked into a 1970s yeah. kitchen, Great. right? You can Fix them up and which make them potential- more
0: affordable, too. Mm. Exactly,
3: yeah. but most importantly, what Kimmy said price yeah, the median list price for a home in a is $187,000, which is less than half of the national median of 382000 Damn, so it's a bargain that means mm. there are a ton. ...of young people and young families moving into Arundaquit. Punk-ass family. Which would be a slam-dunk great thing for any other town in America. Mm. But... But... Arundaquit is different. Yeah. It is an old-school place full of old-school people that are set in their old-school ways. And if you don't believe me, let's go back and listen to a man. What was his name, Tommy? Joey Paladino. Thank you. My hero. This was an interview uh, in a Rodnikoi when this man was asked oh, a few God. years ago about building mixed-use apartments and a coffee shop around the corner from his house.
4: In fact, I saw the fellow developer in the men's room the town hall, and I told him, I said, save your money. The town is full. We don't need any more people. Okay? Yeah. In this neighborhood the wives made the coffee for the husbands. Okay. Right right. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's like my father just came alive. Doubtful. <laughs> it is Can you give me the last one? The husband. More time? The wives. Oh, the wives make the coffee for the husbands.
4: In this neighborhood the wives made the coffee for the husbands.
1: Right right. Okay. 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 Okay.
4: okay. okay. <laughs>
3: Arundhati is traditional. Uh, oh yeah, there is a certain way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's one of those places where folks have no problem telling you if you're doing things the wrong way. <laughs> right. This is how we yeah. do
0: it here. Okay, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Kimmy. Yeah, you mm-hmm. believe an influx of young families could be a problem in Arundhati?
0: I'm just wondering because there. I think that there are two different types of old people. Older, older folks that look at younger people coming in and think. Great, like they're, they're, you know, the the neighborhoods like growing again, and you know it's probably bringing in more business, and they like to see like a more youthful side of their town. Then there is like the set that they don't like any disturbances. Right. So new people coming in, they're going to be loud. There's going to be people outside. They're going to have friends and family over. There's little kids peace. running around. <laughs> like they are used to a certain way of, at some point, like that, that neighborhood was aging, I'm guessing. So, you know, it was quiet. You knew your neighbors and you, y'all lived there for like the last you know, however many decades and now change is coming and you don't like the change, good or bad.
3: All right. The phone number is two five two WCMF. I would love to hear from you folks that live in Iranicoit, have lived in Iranicoit, folks that just moved to Ironicoit. What has your experience been? If you're someone that's been there for a while, are you welcoming in these new families? Because Kimmy brings Mm -hmm. up a great point. This is great for the town. Mm -hmm. Right? These are people that are gonna be there for a long time. They're gonna be improving the homes that they're living in, ideally. Right. They're gonna it's tax money coming in. It's Money For local businesses coming in,
1: but but what you know, how it is bad. How is it? People don't like change, even if it's good change.
0: It is amazing, too. So, I have a couple friends that recently, within the last few years, bought homes in Arondecoit. And the difference in ages that I've seen from like neighbors it's like it ranges from like a super young couple, first home buyers, yeah. to like people in their 80s and Crushed. 90s that, yeah, that are, are going to. They're never going to leave. Crust,
1: don't me- don't mess with crust. I wouldn't bro. start throwing crust around. I, I know. know I'm you, crust. I don't know if you
0: looked at
3: the beer when you got out of the shower. I'm pre crust. <laughs> you ain't pre crust. You <laughs> full on uncut crust, bro. You the crustiest of crust. You know, outside of a why do some towns in the greater Rochester area always feel younger than others? Like if I asked you guys right now. Name a young town in Rochester. What would your first thought be?
1: It would be a young town would have to be something like uh, a Webster.
3: Webster. Why does Webster feel young Well, to you? because
1: I, there's a lot more development out that way. Yeah. There's more newer homes out that way. You know okay. What I
0: mean? All right. I you think know? new builds, like those those big neighborhoods that are yeah. popping up, that's
3: a really good call. So you
0: got to go right. out the outskirts a little bit.
1: You are right
3: because Aranaquite seems like a town. And correct me if I am wrong that they've kind of built everything they can in Aranaquite.
0: Right, it hasn't
1: changed much in many, many years.
3: And like when you drive through a lot of those homes, uh, like especially down by the water, like they all look like they just were built after World War II. Yeah, right. Those mm-hmm. post war homes. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's a really good point. But if
1: Webster's if... expanded. You know, they they got like the super WalMarts out there now. They've opened it up more shopping.
3: Okay. So towns that have nowhere to go are the ones that are the oldest. Tight towns. See, here's... Like, like
1: East Rochester. You know, it's small. Yeah. You know, Brighton, it's small. And
3: those do feel like old towns.
1: They are. The, the, the homes are very old.
3: Okay, I would make the argument Gates is the same way because it's got nowhere yeah. to go. Here's what's weird. Greece feels like an old town, yet Greece has been expanding constantly for the last 30, 40 years. Yeah. Why is that?
1: Uh, because the kids don't move far from their parents. Like, you, you, you get a—your starter house is going to be within walking distance of your parents. Okay, you're basing that on one family we know who works here. But you know I'm right. <laughs> you might be right.
3: Yeah. So that's why Greece, despite all of the new builds—like, every year mm. there's a new complex yeah, going there,
0: on. Yeah, there's family. a lot. It's all family.
1: It's all family.
0: Okay, but that family. But I think that that's similar to Arundhati too, where you do have that oh, older yeah. set that will stay in their homes and until they die. You okay. know what I mean?
1: If you talk to these people, <clears throat> if you talk to a guy like Joey Paladino, his plumber, his electrician, and his accountant are all blood relatives, <laughs> and they can all bench three fifty and they're only 5'5". five. five. Too- <laughs> <laughs> to <laughs> by WCFF.
3: Story this week. Arandaquite, New York, is the number one housing market for first-time homebuyers in America. So you have a lot of young people and young family mm-hmm. buying homes at Arandaquite, which is a great thing for any other town, except potentially Arandaquite, because it's a very old-school town with old-school sensibilities. They like things the way they like them, and once again, uh, the proof of that is this man... Joey Pelladino, Mm -hmm. who uh, a couple of years ago was upset they were trying to open an apartment complex and new coffee shop.
4: In fact, I saw the fellow developer in the men's room the town hall, and I told him, I said, save your money. (laughs) The town is full. We don't need (laughs) any more people. Okay? In this neighborhood, the wives made the coffee for the husbands.
1: Right, right. Okay?
3: (laughs) Any excuse, we get to play that audio, we'll play that audio. Anytime. Yes. Two five two WCMF. We had asked, you know, uh, folks that live in around Aquitaine have lived, just moved out there. Are we wrong? Has yeah. the experience been different? Let's talk to Andrew. Hey, Andrew, how are you, buddy? Good.
4: How are you guys doing? Good, brother. What do you got? Um. Well, my mom never made my dad coffee, so I guess that's why I didn't work out. <laughs> um. But uh, so I grew. I grew up in East the I work in West the now. Um, West the I'd say 50% to 75% of the work staff that I work with in the schools are around the graduates. They've all grown up there and they come back and they live there. And that's why the schools are so good. Cause those people care so much cause that's where they came from. Um, east around the court. There's a lot more turnover because a lot of the houses are rental properties. Um, and they're older, so they're smaller and they're good for first time homebuyers.
3: Okay, but see, even doing this, you're even starting to talk with the Irondequoit thing, the first-time home buyer. Okay. No, but yep. I mean, you're starting to sound like a Irondequoit guy, Andrew, a little bit, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, like because uh, you, no. you 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 said you grew up in West Irondequoit. East
0: Irondequoit. Uh, I grew up in e-
4: East Irondequoit.
2: Okay, but you work in West Irondequoit. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. It. Gotcha. Yep.
3: All right, so you're saying that West Irondequoit, is that more Irondequoit to you than East Irondequoit? If you had to pick the most Irondequoit <laughs> of the two Irondequoits, which one do you think it would be?
4: Oh heck yeah, you West are on a quite a, they're 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 saying as West is best. It's always been that way. So <laughs> West is best um, you
3: trading son of a up. bitch, Andrew <laughs> Andrew. How could you? How could you?
4: That's what I grew up listening to my whole life, yeah.
3: All right, Andrew, thanks for the call, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yep. Have a good rest of the day. <laughs> Like he calls everybody. I
1: know.
3: You know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I, and I get it. Look, I get when you grow up in a place, and where they whine is proof of this. When we do it every week, yeah. every discussion we have about towns, you do get brainwashed to believe that the place that you live is the best place for reasons X, Y, Z, and these other places that are close to you suck for X, Y. Z. Well, and he was
0: kind of saying what we were saying in the fact that <clears throat> like younger people are moving back to where they're. You know what I mean? That sure. that same idea of they don't want to live far from like where they grew up, where their family is. So that may also be why you're why, contributing to the fact that there are all those younger couples moving in, first-time homebuyers.
3: So, but is that happening in East Rochester also? Like, I get the Grease thing. You're right. The mm. argument you made about Greece, Tommy. Yeah. I mean, do folks in East Rochester grow up in East Rochester and stay in East Rochester? I have
1: no idea. Because it, it's that a, I I can't tell you like if you ask me what's – is ethnically. What is East Rochester? I couldn't tell you.
3: I always looked at it as an Italian town.
1: I do because and I only do that because there's two Italian restaurants there. Every town and is they're two, right across the street from each other.
3: Every town that's not Pittsford
1: or Fairport is two Italian restaurants. <laughs> but but what else would you base that on? There's nothing else.
3: Well, no, people I know from East Rochester.
0: All right. Okay. All right. Are you talking about East Rochester or East Rondeauite? East Rochester. Okay. East Rochester. I didn't know if you and I get those two mixed up sometimes. Two
3: five two WCMF. Two five two nine two six three. Let's talk to Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. What's going on, buddy?
4: So I live in West Arondequid. I live probably two blocks from the city line there. So I only have experience at one side of the town. Um, and I moved there two years ago, and a friend of mine lived one block over from me. It was funny to see on her street, I think there was a block of five houses where they were all retired teachers. They're basically just hanging out and waiting till whatever time they wanted to sell their houses. Okay. And on my street, there were so many young, young families And then the houses that would sell on my street and the houses that would sell on her street, uh, virtually all of them that moved in were young families. And to be quite honest with you, I don't know how they afford it, but that's another discussion altogether. Um, So, yeah, it's very interesting that, you know, the two streets that I have, uh, I guess, experience with, all very, very young. I'm probably, you know, one of the older people now, other than the lifers there, who live on those streets.
3: So, you're like the, the bridge builder,
4: Jeremy. You're the <laughs> gap filler. Uh, I feel something. I don't know what it is, though.
3: All right, so, Jeremy, let me ask you this. As you watch the interaction uh, between your neighbors and the folks that have lived there, is it pleasant? Is it standoffish? Do the folks that live there, are they the type of people to make like a jello mold and bring it over to the house to welcome you, or do they stand in their yard and stare at them?
4: So, 99% of the interactions that I've had and I've seen are positive. Okay. So, neighbor to the left of me says one time, hey, I got a ticket for parking on my lawn. I was like, oh, well, that sucks. So then I moved my car to the lawn to get something out of the garage, and not five minutes later, my neighbor comes out and says, you know, it's against the town code to park on the lawn. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I know how that my other neighbor got a ticket. It, so. <laughs> Jeremy, You thanks. better follow
0: the rules if you live in that neighborhood.
1: <laughs> thanks for the call, Bye, buddy. Dicks. Have a good rest of the day.
0: Okay,
3: so
1: then what are we supposed to, what do we believe in here? I think this happens in every neighborhood. Okay. I think every neighborhood gets judgmental yeah. when something changes, no matter how liberal or conservative you are. Like, you, nobody likes to see change. And, like, if you've lived in this town your whole life and you knew that neighbor, you knew when he planted that tree and when he did his landscaping and how they painted their house, and new people come in and change all that, you're pissed. Because I remember, like, my father would say, you know, if Harry was still here to see what they did to his house, yeah, they finally painted it. <laughs> You know, what I mean, like they, <laughs> you know, like, but he would get pissed, you know, he he took it personally. It wasn't even his yard. Well,
3: Kimmy, you told that story about that girl you uh, knew whose dad sold a house and would keep driving by it. Oh, to- yeah. To
0: see what they did yes. to it. Yeah. He didn't even live anywhere near it, but he still was curious about what that new owner was doing And it will piss you
1: off. They always say when you sell a house... Never go back and look at it because you will not be happy. Even I, though they could have made improvements or, you know, whatever. Yeah.
0: I'm also guessing, I mean, if you buy a house from somebody that's lived there a long time, you will forever be compared to the previous owner. Oh, yeah. No matter where you are. those those neighbor, Your new neighbors are always going to compare you to the last person that owned the house.
3: 252 WCMF, with the news that Arundaquait uh, has been named the number one town in America. America. For first-time home buyers. it's a little bit head-scratching for the rest of the room, because, you know, living in Rochester our whole lives, Arundaquait's always been an old-school yeah. town. They like things the way they like things, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you if they don't like the things that you're doing. But... It doesn't really vibe with a bunch of young people moving yeah. into the town. And we were asking, you know, what other towns, what towns feel young to you? You guys said Webster. Yeah. Right. We start talking about other older towns, right? Like uh, East Rochester, a place that's built all it can. There's nowhere else to go. Gates, a place that feels like it's built all it can, nowhere yeah. else to go. Uh, let's talk to Teddy. He's on CMF. Hey, Teddy, what's up, buddy?
2: Morning. Happy New Year, guys. How are you?
3: Okay, bro, it's January 17th. <laughs> it's not Happy New Year anymore.
1: Maybe it is in India. I haven't talked to you in the past month, damn ass. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
1: starting to feel good about myself. <laughs> Teddy, I'm sorry. Happy New Year. What were you going
3: to
2: say, bud? Uh, yeah, you should be sorry to everyone. Hey, uh, I I think everybody uh, choose a place they like because they're comfortable, because they know a lot of people around. It's here, perfect example, Some much majority are uh, Italian in uh, this uh county is is live in gates i, I really surprised that tommy didn't live on that neighborhood okay.
3: all right so you're saying that all right just uh, uh, folks want to live around people that they're comfortable with so like gates has a bunch of italian folks yeah. and those folks want to stay around other italian folks yes okay gotcha so teddy where do you live
2: I'm not telling you because you're going uh, 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 to drive around my neighborhood. I'm not telling you where I live. <laughs> call,
3: call a guy a dumbass, all of a sudden you're being scared there. Teddy, what happened?
0: What happened, Teddy? Yeah,
3: i <laughs> Well, no, Teddy, the reason I ask I is because... Be- no, go ahead, Teddy, I'm sorry.
0: I
2: live in Webster.
3: Okay, so you live in Webster. And the reason I ask is because... Like, yeah, I used
2: to live next door from Tommy.
3: <laughs> different towns are known for different ethnicities. And it is weird when an ethnicity that you don't...
2: You're not you, familiar.
3: Yeah, move in. Like Teddy, what was your experience when you moved into Webster for the first time with your neighbors?
2: Well, here here's the thing. I wasn't from here, so it it's because oh, of I'm picking my up my a Webster actually. Here.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't here until I moved here, so I don't really know too much, but you know, here, here's the way I look at it. Where I live, I just want people to leave me alone. I walk Freaking job. I never hold it. I just want to be me alone. Okay, that works. So
1: were they cool with you? I'm sorry? Were they cool to you? Were they, were they nice to you?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what? I don't really care
1: as long as they don't bother me. I uh-huh. don't really care. I do what you got to do. I do what I got to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teddy, great call, buddy.
3: Thank you for the call. I appreciate I- it. Dumbass. Bye. Bye. (laughs) There goes Teddy. No, because that's the other thing too, right? Like when you think of like ethnicities in Rochester, Mm -hmm. we think of the traditional ones, Italian, Irish, Mm -hmm. Eastern European, big Jewish neighborhoods in Brighton, right? Things like that. I've always wondered what the experience is like for people that don't fit those profiles and don't understand that you may be moving into a neighborhood that has a huge Italian influence or, you know, Jewish bakeries on every corner or, you know, Irish pubs every 15 feet. True. Because like, where do you fit in? Do you need to fit in?
1: Well, you gotta fit into some point. You gotta live. And you gotta you gotta interact with people. So you're hoping it's smooth. But Mm. it
3: doesn't have to be ethnicity anymore, is what I'm saying, right? Like you know what I mean? Like there are hobbies you can have. There are shows that you're into, there are jobs, those will bond you with Mm -hmm. people. Right? You know, it ain't fifty years ago. Mm. But it does kind of feel like people Teddy's right. People still hold on to that identity part. And there would
0: be a lot of pressure if, again, that person that lived there before you did participate in all those neighborhood activities and and get-togethers, whereas, like, it's just not your thing, I understand, but those people are going to take that and be offended by it. Because I I could see,
1: like, let's say Teddy moves in. He's from Indonesia, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know nothing about Indonesia. And we're having a block party. And Teddy goes, yeah, I'm bringing some of my traditional food. How many people are going to be going... What is, <laughs> what is indonesian like, everybody's gonna google indonesian food
0: or they'll tell you about the time that they had the super americanized version of that food you oh you yeah i about, love that
1: about the big indonesian yeah
0: <laughs> call from mom answer it call silenced
3: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Big game on Sunday oh at Orchard boy. Park.
1: This is it. Yep. But in a very strange turn of events, mm-hmm.
3: the talk in most homes may not be about who the Bills are playing, yeah. but who is coming to the game. Oh, yeah, who's watching. Well, folks are expecting one very special guest. Yeah. And we, here in the break room, for some reason, have been getting questions about where people can catch a glimpse. <laughs> you are hanging out at the break room, watch this Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF, so... With the Chiefs coming to town on yeah. Sunday for this divisional playoff game, everyone in western New York is expecting to see Taylor Swift inside of Highmark State. It's
1: Hollywood coming to town. That's right.
3: And here's the thing. Where Travis Kelsey, her boyfriend, goes, mm-hmm. she tends to be. Right. And you'd think with her living a 45-minute flight away, it's going to bring her to town. Yeah. So yesterday, for some reason, and maybe it was our talk with Jenna Cottrell after 9 o'clock uh, here on a post-game Tuesday, mm-hmm. we were bombarded – with a bunch of similar Facebook messages from moms and dads. And I'll yeah. read you one right. just to give you an idea. This came from a mom named Brooke, and she writes us, Duffy, what hotel do you think Taylor Swift stays in when she comes to Buffalo? I was thinking it would be fun to try and stay at the same uh, and see if me and my daughter could maybe meet her and get an autograph while my husband is at the
1: game. It's cute. Yeah. I would probably think the, the airport holiday is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's so convenient to everything. She's not staying the night, right? No. I'm pretty sure that woman flies in on a jet. Yeah. And as soon as that game's over, she gets in that jet and leaves.
3: Yeah. And, like, the Chiefs plane goes home right after the game. Why would she stay in Buffalo? But there's a bigger question to be asked about Taylor Swift this week. was that? First of all, I am curious. Two five two WCMF. Two five two nine two six three. There aren't people planning on just going to Buffalo this weekend to try
1: and see uh, Taylor Swift. Are like there? to buy, I like to get a ticket into the stadium. No, I'm talking no, about, like uh, even
0: before. Hang, hang the, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I. That's happened at other stadiums, hasn't it?
1: I don't know. Like hang out. Like, I thought like just there were get a glimpse people of her like in? going
0: just to see if they could you know catch a glimpse of her on her way in.
1: Because even if she flew into the airport. She flies in privately. Yeah. So she's not, like, going through the terminal waiting on her luggage. Well, you tell me I'm not going
3: to bump into her at Cinnabon? No, (laughs) no, right?
1: I mean, they fly into that side airport where the fancy planes are. She's going to get in a limo and go to the stadium.
0: I wouldn't put it past anybody being on private plane watch that day. And here's
1: the thing.
3: Bills fans go and wait in the stadium for the Bills in that private
1: area. So that area where they all wait. I guess you could go there, maybe see her. But you may not even see her because, like, that – she could walk out of the plane into a limo and leave because the bill's like going to that building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she don't. But hey, you know, keep you saying also, limo.
3: What is this? The nineteen eighties? Get <laughs> the limo, baby. Well, what, do you, what do
1: you call it? Uh, the, like those a, black SUVs, yeah, like the president. Yeah, it's probably a
3: private car. Like yeah. who gets in a limo anymore? She's not getting married. No, I think it's
1: like a stretch uh, black Fleetwood. Is she going to prom? Yeah. in her limo. Yeah, it's got like a Landau roof. <laughs> Kimmy doesn't even know what that is. Nope. You don't know. You know what fine Corinthian leather is?
0: <laughs> you just said it. I don't know. Plays
1: Club, baby. <laughs> Cordoba. <laughs> so, but the weather's going to be horrible. Like, So they're talking three feet of snow. Today. Yeah, but I mean, on top of all the snow they've got, I don't even know where you would hang out. I don't know what that's going to look like come game time. Like, where are they putting all that snow to hang? um. But in I that mean, at
0: the oh, okay, yeah. cold wise, I mean, she's just been hanging out in Kansas City. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, but like, they
1: haven't been getting the snow we had. They got just, cold. He, just, snow wants wise, to, he yeah. just wants to talk about weather. Let the man <laughs> yes. him, talk right. about weather.
3: You know what's funny? If but. you were to drive, if you were one of these people that was going to drive to Orchard Park simply to catch a glimpse of her, even just to do that, it's going to cost you like $40, 50 bucks because yeah. you got to park your car somewhere and not parking- go to
1: the game. And you had to go early, yeah, because yeah. everybody's going to go early for this game. Well, I'm assuming. Well, yeah,
3: it's tailgate,
1: man. It's so what time? Fun. So if the game starts at six thirty. What time do you think hardcore tailgaters get to the stadium? Oh, I'm leaving Eight?
3: my house. No, that's way too early. Yeah, um, I'm leaving my house at like ten thirty, eleven. So it's I'll, I'll get five noon. hours in, five six hours. So you got
1: to go super early yeah. just to get a spot close to the stadium to see her.
3: Unless you park and, and think... walk and wait.
1: But you're going to wait in eighteen degree weather. Yeah. For a glimpse of somebody to drive by? You know
3: we're talking Swifties here, right?
1: I guess.
0: Um, I also think that the parking lots have been charging more for primetime games, so you may want to up your parking budget depending on how close you want to get to the stadium. Is
3: there going to be Taylor Swift premium parking prices? (laughs) Oh, a Swiftie lot. You know, there is a bigger question to be asked about Taylor Swift this weekend at the Bills game with all these Facebook messages we got. How can I catch a glimpse? And, like, here's the thing. You know, Brooke, I'm not making fun of you writing us this Facebook message. I Mm. get it. It's a cute idea for you and your daughter. You're trying
1: to shut your kid up.
3: She's
0: looking for information. She doesn't. I mean, if you've never been to a game, you have no idea.
3: And you would be the mom of the year if you bumped into Taylor Swift in the lobby of a hotel, which she's not staying in because she's not going to stay in Buffalo. But the bigger question here, and we touched on this yesterday when we talked to Jenna Cottrell from 13 Wham. If Taylor Swift comes to this game, where do the Bills put her? Here's a fun fact about Highmark Stadium. It is old as hell. Mm -hmm. It's why they're building the new place across the street. But because of the old layout of the stadium, and the fact that they built the luxury boxes and suites 25 years after they opened it, there are almost no suites you can sneak her into. You have to walk through the main concourse of the stadium to walk into the suites, which would mean... If you were to get her a suite. Yeah. You'd have to put her in the mass of Bills fans in those tight hallways before
1: kickoff. So then you got to bring in a National Guard crack some heads. How do they... With the National Guard, there's still no she gets through. She ain't getting through.
0: <laughs> How do they get like the owners in and out? So
3: that's the caveat here. Yeah. There is one suite I believe yeah. that you can get from the tunnel and upstairs and it's okay. the owner's suite. Yeah. Do you put Taylor Swift in the owner's well, where's, suite? Where's like
0: the opposing owner sit? Maybe like, it's right next to that. Yeah, okay. Jerry
1: Jones went to that. He's popular, yeah. right? And people hate him. But they got to have security to get him around. No, but
3: here's the thing. I've seen people taking selfies. Robert Kraft, for example, is taking mm. pictures with no. Bill's fans. Okay. I think oh, dress her walk-
1: up like Robert Kraft. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, right. I think you may have to walk through the concourse for the owner's suite also.
1: I mean, maybe they'll just walk her through.
3: No effing way. No effing way you can walk that woman. Bro, she's the most popular human on the planet. I
1: know, I know. And think about, okay. She's Lady Jesus. If
3: you've ever if you've been to a Bills game ever, mm. walking through that concourse before kickoff, so it's tight. you are shoulder to shoulder, yeah. you are rubbing, it is nuts to butts. She's man. gotta be there super early. Anybody aroused, you're gonna feel it.
1: Well, she could arouse some guys. <laughs> and ladies too. Right, I uh, meant the other Bills fans. Uh.
3: <laughs> what I'm getting at is right. like even if you surrounded her with people and walked her through that, it is a Wildly dangerous moment waiting. There's
1: got to be a secret area so, that they, they they don't let out to people. Bro. Considering the, the amount of major acts that they brought into that stadium mm. over the years, so they, they think about a packed stadium full of fans, and mm-hmm. they bring the Who, the Stones, yeah. Elton John, Billy Joel. Billy Joel could fit in. Um, you know what I'm saying, though.
3: So when they do those concerts. They only they they set the stage up uh between the twenty and the forty yards. So the back is totally
1: other, open. Right. So you can just
3: walk them in and out there. Right. This you can't do.
1: So maybe she don't come. I yeah, mean that this could be why she blows <laughs> off.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't know. She, she seems like she's kind of busy, so I don't know what she's got going on right now. She but that, she's out been out out at it every game though. Yeah. yeah, she
3: flew out to Kansas City and She missed sat a few in negative five degree yeah. weather to watch. But she, was, well, at, she, she was, was in she yeah. was she was at Gillette
1: Stadium for that game. She was in New York City for that game? Yeah, well that's an easy one probably. I mean, that stadium probably has better security. Doesn't
0: even count. So, right yeah. in her backyard.
1: I mean, she's watching her own TV shows.
0: <laughs> it is funny um, whenever they show, any primetime game, any big game, like they'll show like the one box or two full of random celebrities. They've never done that with a Bills game.
1: The yeah. Google Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we got, man.
0: Yeah, like they there's no, you know, super <laughs> fans. I, I know that there are a few like celebrity fans, but they're not people that are attending. They're not like known to be at the yeah. game all the time. You know what I mean? The
1: Bills don't have one celebrity. Uh, they I mean, have William Fichter, the actor. They have like who? a
0: few uh, like actors. Exactly. They'd be like, oh, I know who that guy is. You <laughs> know what I mean? you know him if you saw his face. William
1: Fichter. <laughs> Yeah, you know if you saw his face. Okay. Oh, that which guy! Which is that guy. He's been an everything guy. But he's
0: from Buffalo. Oh, all right. Yeah, a lot of them are from the area, yeah. which is mm. why they're fans.
1: Which makes sense. Okay, like the biggest fan I think is Wolf Blitzer on CNN.
0: All the political
3: analysts love the Bills. For well, some the, a yeah. lot of them.
1: There's a lot of like Buffalo guys that went into like journalism. Tim
3: Russert, God rest his soul. Yeah,
1: the weather guy that melted down on CNN. <laughs> he is from South Buffalo. <laughs>
3: You know what might be the hardest part for this woman, Taylor Swift, if she comes again, talking about all these Facebook messages Mm -hmm. we got from people after the show yesterday asking how they can catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift. We don't know. Well, you think we'd be doing this if we knew how to do that? How is she going to watch this game? What do you mean? Okay, so if you've watched her on games at TV, watched her at games on TV before, Mm -hmm. she usually sits in the suite, window open to the elements.
1: Yeah, she's even like talking to the fans there and
3: stuff. You got it. But in the stadium that she's stadium she's been in, there is a decent buffer between she and the fans. There's a gap there, so they can't get to her. Again, because the suites were put in so late at Highmark Stadium, Mm. there is literally no buffer between the suites and the fans of the game. You open up that window, they can touch you. Oh. Like, they're right there. So
1: they got to bring in SEAL Team 6.
3: And even if she keeps that window closed... People are just going to turn around and stare at her.
1: I'd be afraid somebody starts chucking snowballs and stuff at her.
3: I mean, Bills fans are usually pretty good to opposing fans as long as they're I not understand. Dicks.
1: Yeah, I know, but but they also like attention. Look at that fat kid on the slide. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you see that video? Real quick sidebar. What? Uh, it was before the Steelers game on Monday. He, it's a two guys in Steelers jerseys. They stand up in front of the ticket gate when everyone's trying to get in, mm. and they're waving their terrible towels. Guy's standing on top of a garbage can. Mm. Somebody from like 20 feet away who no. launches a snowball hits him right in the <laughs> face. Dude goes down <laughs> off the garbage can. Towel flies in <laughs> the air. It was the greatest. Like, this is, why yeah. did you do this? Yeah. this You're is asking what you get. for it. Come on, man.
1: But it's kind of exciting, I mean, though. I mean, it does add another layer of excitement to a game. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just more to talk about. I mean, look—you can only talk about so much about a game that hasn't happened yet, oh, right? No, I could
3: talk about, Let's do the whole show all week about the game that. I but you know
1: about. the injury that, but this adds another element to it. Like, is she going to show up? Where are they going to put her? I mean, she's—that's the biggest celebrity that's ever come to a Bills game.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, she's the biggest celebrity to show up to a lot of places, I would guess. Yeah, well, that's not uh, fair. She, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's like
3: the biggest celebrity
1: on the planet. <laughs> right, so the, the Bills have never had this level of celebrity come into one of their home games. No. And it's a playoff game.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that's even if she comes, that would be the funniest thing, like all yeah. this talk. She's all stiff. this, Yeah, because you know, Kimmy, the folks in the parking lot are going to make a fortune off of anti-Taylor Swift t-shirts.
1: You know would be funny? If somebody dressed up as a Taylor Swift, or, you know, they they have these impersonators that look just like the celebrity. Yeah. To just walk around the lot. They might get killed. That would be hysterical. Bro,
3: like, legit. They could get You mobbed. just told me
1: Bill's fans are cool. No, not like,
3: like killed like they tried to hurt her. Like, like, they, everyone, like, masses around her and they get suffocated.
1: It would be funny. Just to see her, like, dressed up waiting to go in line to one of those porta-potties <laughs> <laughs> would be so funny.
3: 252 WCMF two five Let's talk to Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how's it going?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, Michelle. What's up? So, I had one idea of how she can sneak in, how Taylor Swift can sneak into the Bills Stadium. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, she's going to have to hand a Montana. She's going to have to slip on a, br- a brunette wig, slap on some sunglasses, oh. you know, sneak in like an average Bills fan. Boom! Pop up. There's the box. There's Taylor Swift. Yes, you could she do that. In, nobody knows.
3: Right, here's the problem, what? though. Uh, even if you put her in a brunette wig and a beret, Michelle, the average Bills fan doesn't have a ten thousand dollar coat and a fifty thousand dollar purse they're carrying with them. Yeah, you, you, you can conceal it
0: all of that. You <laughs> gotta have, you know, she just gotta put the puffer on or, or, or like a jersey over all the good stuff that she actually cares about, right? Just put something over it. Sneak her way in. There's ways to do I, it. You just gotta give up on a couple of things.
1: But to Pat's point. It would be hard because there's nobody that good looking at the stadium. You're saying
0: I mean, even in a disguise? Not even close. She's a six foot blonde. Yeah, and she's bad.
1: gorgeous, yeah. right? And she yeah. smells you rich.
0: Gotta,
3: like,
1: there's no woman in that state that smells that wealthy.
3: Wait, so she's got to rub like a potato all over her? She would have
1: to like roll in something, man. <laughs> like a Cocker Spaniel.
3: Michelle, that was a good try, though. We appreciate the call. <laughs> No problem. Thanks, guys. Have a good rest. No, to your point. To your point. Mm. Uh, the seats that I have, mm-hmm. the bills must put the wives and girlfriends and kids and families to the oh, section so you can see them? to the right.
0: Yeah, Oh, yeah. I thought they were all most of them in like a suite. Nope. So the higher
3: end guys will mm, buy suites gotcha. for their
1: families. So these are the schlubs.
3: Not the schlubs, well. like everybody but Josh Allen. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, you can tell it. it
1: you could tell because they
0: look different. Well,
3: it's not even look, it's just money.
1: Yeah. Right? They, like, they look money. The things
3: that it's they not wear. like. They,
0: they're not wearing like your average jerseys. Like they have customized Everything. fill in the blank. Yeah. It, it goes even
3: past that. Like mm-hmm. there is something about people that have, there's wealth. We think of wealth, mm-hmm. and then there's wealth. Yeah. And people with that kind of money carry themselves differently. They
1: just look different. You They're can just... differently. Everything. The jewelry, the, the clothes, and the stand, kids.
3: they stand out instantly. Mm-hmm. Instantly you know that is somebody's wife, that is somebody's girlfriend. And this is the
1: most clothed woman on the planet.
3: Okay, why is it creepy when you say that?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know why. Groomed. It's very off-putting.
1: She groomed all the way around. She groomed.
0: Again, that made it worse.
3: I mean, she probably is, though. She like, groomed? Oh, she, she groomed. I mean, she ain't one of these girls
1: that aren't shaving sure.
0: their armpits. It's just... It's just coming saying. out of his mouth. Well, no,
3: I mean, I'm well, going back him up on that.
1: <laughs> that that area has to look I'll like. G- it okay. Ha- it has to look like Augusta in April.
3: Why I agree with you and you. On ha- CBS. See? Nance will you, be there. Oh, you know it.
1: <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. <laughs> Hello,
3: friends. Why'd you say it twice?
1: <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I think it breaks
3: right to left on this one, probably. Facebook messages is <laughs> coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the breaking Facebook page. This comes in from Cole. Cole. Cole says, you guys are making a big deal out of nothing. She'll get off her private plane, get a police escort to the stadium, get a police escort out and go home. Does she
0: get a police escort? I don't I guess know. guess you could.
1: Well, I how, mean... How does that work? You, I, you ask for can one? Can you
0: pay for it? Like, if you have enough money, can you pay for a police escort?
3: Okay, so I know that the NFL teams, the visiting teams, get police escorts for their buses, right. but I always assume that was to cut through the traffic to get, get them in the stadium, yeah. the time, right? Like... I guess Priority because she wise. could cause
1: such a public problem, they would want to do it just to you know not have a problem with her. Okay, but because you don't want anything to happen to her on your watch.
3: I get it, but you wouldn't know that she's in that car, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like you would. The windows would be tinted. Oh, you know what? The there's going to be a major problem. Right. There are lots of people who take private cars to games, like rich folk. Well, that or like, hey, yeah. well, let's all split X mm-hmm. amount. Right. Yeah. We'll go down. Everyone that is in a tinted window. <laughs> black car. Oh yeah, it's going to be a target.
0: Somebody's going to be knocking on your window. Oh yeah. Up.
1: Taylor! Yeah. Taylor!
0: How disappointing <laughs> when you roll down the window and it's you.
4: Oh, that one. <laughs> this one's ugly.
3: This is an ugly one.
0: So how
1: do they, so the so the players come in and they 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 pull right into the building almost right Yeah, yeah they yeah. park
0: like behind almost behind the stadium.
1: So I would assume that's how they bring her in. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: yeah, they can probably they could if they wanted to they could drive her limo like right into,
1: yeah, right I, into Now the, you got
3: me saying limo
1: to the bowels of the stadium. <laughs> Welcome right, to the bowels right the of the tuntles. stadium, Miss <laughs> Quaffee. <Ms. Coiffey. laughs> Ooh, you smell so good, Quaffee.
3: Folks in the greater Rochester area might now be paying for one of the greatest oversights in American history. What happened? You're hanging out in the break room, 96.5 WCMF. So, story on News 8 last night mm. says there has been multi- There have been multiple reported cases of stolen mail.
1: Oh, my God. They're going to get all my political flyers? Out of mailboxes in and around the city of Rochester. Really? Yes. Yes.
3: And victims are being asked to either call the USPS complaint line if it happens, or...
1: That sounds like a pleasant experience. Or call the police department.
3: Why would you not call the police department? Why would I Google the United
1: States Postal
3: Service Complaint Department?
1: I want to talk to the general. So what are they stealing? What are uh, they getting out of it?
3: So the reason this is such a big, big deal, Tommy, these are not porch pirates looking for packages. Mm. These are folks looking for your identity. All right. These are folks looking for checks. All these right. are folks looking for information. And they want to use either your information to set up accounts in your name and All do right. that, or these checks to wash them, mm. either ones you've written or ones that are written to you, and then empty the bank accounts of the people, whoever the check's are connected right. to. The problem with this... Yeah. The mailbox might be the most important, least protected part of your yeah, house. It's yeah, wide open yeah. at the end
1: of your driveway.
3: Yes, and not only that, very few people have locks on them. Mm-hmm. And mail has become so antiquated now that folks will go days without checking their mailbox. Yeah, mostly it's just crap. So you may not even know you've been ripped off. Yeah. Should we start putting locks on our mailboxes? Well, who's
1: going on? That would mean the mailman would have to have a key. To put your mail in.
3: Well, no, you would have a slot, and then they would put the mail in there, and then
1: you would unlock it. So you'd have to go buy a... First, that would have to be invented.
3: A mailbox lock? I'm
0: sure,
1: bro, old men in this country,
3: you don't think there's mailbox (laughs)
1: locks?
0: Not like that old... Like the the slot in the door you're talking about? No, but
1: you would have that in the mailbox door itself that's on your post. Yeah, Yeah. because
3: there are two kinds of mailboxes, right? There's the ones that are attached to the garage or the house, Mm -hmm. and then there's the one that's a straight-up mailbox, right? right? Because here's the thing. Folks that have mailboxes attached to their, or the slots attached to their house, yeah. they don't have to worry about this, right. it goes right in the house. For most
1: people, like in my neighborhood, it's just a mailbox on a post. So can I ask a question? Yeah.
3: Because you're right, every uh, house in my neighborhood has a mailbox on a post mm. out yeah. at the end of the road. But when I grew up, every house had the mailbox attached to the house where I grew up in Gates. Right. Do you have to get, like, special permission to change that? Oh, I don't know. Because the mailman in my neighborhood drives around and just pops everything pops in the box. It, yeah. Where the mailman where I grew up had to walk, walk around. Out and
1: do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, know.
3: If I changed it, the mailman would have to get out of his, park the car, get out of the car, walk up my driveway, pop it in the. And front he don't thing. want
1: to do all that, man. Well,
3: could I even make him do that?
1: You, you make him. You do it. Well,
3: no. If I move my mailbox, he would have to do it. Like, is there like federal rules? As or is to-
1: there town ordinances like your mailbox has to be like this? Because my mailbox sits on four with three other mailboxes, right? Oh, so it doesn't get lonely, right? So, but that's everybody in my neighborhood has multiple boxes on one post. So, uh, if you
3: wanted to put your mailbox now attached to your garage,
1: it would probably piss them off because on the everybody else, he could just pop it in. Yeah, but now I gotta be. Uh, Siding douche. Can yeah,
0: but, you even do that? Do you have to like inform them? That that's what, what we're do? trying to figure out. Know,
1: no, phone. Phone. And, and Pittsburgh says no. Your mailbox has to be looking like this. Uh. King,
3: well, Pittsburgh
1: definitely has. Oh, that you rule. know it. I don't even know. So it up. you can't even have like a like it, your, your mailbox has to be a certain color, height on a certain <laughs> type of post.
0: <laughs> oh my god! You're
1: lying. No, I'm serious. You can't have like crazy ass mailbox. Like you know those novelty ones, yeah. looks like a big fish. You no. don't no, okay,
3: I just saw the look on his face. He's no. full of crap.
1: You can't do it. Really? Yeah. How do you know? Because you don't see any of them. Okay, maybe you're all just dicks. We are.
3: There's no way that Pittsburgh, they are not so stuffed sure They've outlawed. N- you don't want your mailboxes.
1: Pelican mailbox. There
3: it is. It's Tommy's rule. Trying to keep people not to do it. Kimmy, <laughs> can, can you Google if there are mailbox locks? Mailbox lock? Because like I've seen some old man stuff before, but it, but like having to watch a guy walk down the road in mm. his Crocs. Unlock the mailbox, take the Mm -hmm. mail out, and lock it back up again. It feels stupid, but it also would solve this
1: problem immediately. Yeah, I mean,
0: there are mailbox locks.
1: But I'm just like, screw it, man. It's all junk mail anyway. Well, no, but
3: first of all, you don't always know that.
1: I never get anything.
3: Your wife might. We don't. People like her. Well, and I all guess right. if
0: you didn't get something, you wouldn't know, to Pat's Ooh. point earlier. <laughs> so, there, yeah, you, you can actually buy a mailbox. Um, so, like, there's a slot in the top for the mail, and then the rest of it's all locked up. So, so right, is that what you, you, you were asking?
1: Or I guess. Right. Right.
3: But then what if I get a package, they want to try and put it in the box?
1: You smoosh it in there? Well, if it's
0: that big.
1: You know what they would do? What? <laughs> Just leave it at yeah. the foot of your mailbox.
3: Or take it back to the post office and make you come pick it up.
1: What I've been seeing now, like a couple of times, like, I think Amazon's been doing this because I, I live in that weird driveway. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just put the package right next to our mailbox oh, on really? the street. Yeah. There'd be a package just laying there wide open for anybody.
3: Yeah, i I love how you went from, I don't even care, to old oh, man. It's just laying there
1: wide open for wide anybody. Wide open.
0: Well, I don't think they can put it in your mailbox.
1: No, they can't. It's a federal property. No, but sometimes they don't walk it up. I mean, they're just lazy. They don't feel like walking up.
0: Or they're on a time crunch. I mean, it is next to your mailbox. They're just
3: lazy. (laughs) What a dick you are. Guy works three hours and 58 minutes a day, and he calls somebody else lazy. 252 wcmf two five two nine two six three. There has been mail theft reported rampant around the city and surrounding areas of the Greater Rochester area. And these are folks that aren't looking for, like, packages and things. Yeah. They're looking to grab your information off of mail in your mailbox. They're looking to grab checks, wash them, drain these bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And it is insane that since the beginning of America, suburban America, we just put mailboxes at the end oh, of yeah. our houses and we're like, that's fine.
1: Right. Totally fun. All the most important stuff we get all the time. Now, I will say, because I live in an older neighborhood, there could be like a lot of older people getting social security checks and ah. stuff like that
0: through the mail. Somebody also mentioned W 2s. Ah! Oh, yeah. oh but mm-hmm. like
3: most of that's digital now, right? Can't you get you your can. social security I think You can still both send ways. it though. Oh, I heard you like it that like- way.
1: I do. I really like it both ways. It's nice to have the option.
3: Like, that's what sucks. If you want to go old school. And like- old school and analog, you are the most susceptible. Mm-hmm. But then as we talk about like the online stuff too, we also found out like during COVID and like for unemployment benefits that was all digital <laughs> yeah. and like your husband got ripped off on that.
0: Uh, Yeah, he had his identity stolen during COVID, yeah.
3: Through unemployment? Mm-hmm. He got double unemployed.
0: Well, he <laughs> hadn't even filed yet. He found out when he filed that somebody had already used his name yeah, and information.
3: Alright, so I guess the only thing to do is to set up a sleeping bag and sleep near your mailbox yes. at all times.